If I was to ask five of your friends who know you well, what words would they use to describe you? What do you think they'd say? We all know the, the importance of testimonials and getting feedback from our clients and our customers. Uh, but more deeply than that, what are the things that people think about you and your brand? Uh, in this episode, I'm going to be talking about two personal brand assessments that I use on a fairly regular basis with clients. Uh, one of them I've actually been using for uh, well over 15 years now. And what you can do with the information from those assessments and how it can not just help you understand your personal brand, but actually take it further and even to the point of directing strategy around what you're going to be doing with your real estate investing business. All that after the break. Welcome to the Real Estate Investor Content Marketing Podcast, where we help you build a private following of investors to finance your next real estate investment project. We're here to show you how to create content that people can't ignore and that turns your real estate investing business into a standout success. In each episode, we'll explore the secrets of content marketing for real estate investors. We'll chat with smart people, give you useful tips, and share success stories from others who've mastered content marketing in their real estate investing businesses. We'll cover topics like writing articles, blog posts, ebooks, video, podcasts, email, marketing, online education, social media, graphics and images, and of course, AI. If it's content, we'll have the experts and the insights you'll need. Whether you're learning to tell compelling stories, figuring out social media, or growing your real estate investing business through content, you're in the right place. And now, on with the show. I've been involved in the personal branding space for almost 20 years now, I would think. And originally when it came out, I was probably one of the first people in North America speaking on the subject, predominantly around career, helping people identify their unique abilities and how they could best communicate that to, to help land a job. But obviously now personal branding is a very common, common description. It's available. It's around. Everybody understands personal brand. But how much do you really know about your own personal brand? What I do with my clients, I was having a conversation with a client, new client just recently, and we were talking about what they were trying to achieve and, and look to do in, in our work together. And part of that was understanding, you know, what are people's perceptions of them and how are they, you know, how do they appear in business? And straight away, of course, I started to talk about the personal brand assessments that I use and, and will be using with this particular client. Uh, the two, two assessments that I use are, uh, one is called Fascinate, uh, which is by a person called Sally Hogshead. And the other one is 360 Reach, uh, developed by William Aruda, uh, one of the original personal branding experts, uh, and through his company, Career TV Blast. The Fascinate assessment is a self-assessment. It's the, what actually happens is you complete a bunch of questions. It's a little bit like a Myers-Briggs type of assessment. And then you get a, a printed out report. I like some elements of it, which I'll talk about in a few minutes, but the one I really spend a lot of time with clients and place probably more emphasis on is the 360 reach. And the reason for that is because it's the only personal brand assessment that I'm familiar with that actually goes out to other people and gets anonymous feedback as to their perceptions of your brand. So that kind of information is not something that you can readily find. As I say, we all have testimonials out there and people will say positive, hopefully positive, and maybe negative things about us. 
Uh, but that's in a very kind of small section of what you do as a business. But, you know, the personal brand assessment enables you, the, the 360 enables you to go to a wider range of people and get feedback as to their perceptions of your brand. So what you would do is typically pull together a list of about 25 to 30 people. That sounds like a lot. They don't need to know you as well as a partner or a best friend, but they certainly need to know you well enough that they could give feedback on the questions that I'll talk about in a second. But if you think about the different groups of people out there, there's a lot of opportunity to get that kind of feedback. So for example, friends and relatives, peers and colleagues, clients, if you're in some kind of client-facing role or you're dealing with clients on a regular basis, uh, could be mentors, coaches, professors, teachers. So if you think about those different groups and probably, you know, three to five people in each group, then you could get to that 25 to, to 30 people. And the reason that we need that kind of number is that when the assessment goes out to those people to get feedback, not everybody completes it. Uh, you know, people are busy or they miss it or you know, for occasionally they may even think that it's spam and they, they ignore it. Although we try to preempt that by sending an email to people ahead of time saying it's on its way. So out of that 25 to 30 people, you might only get 50 or 60% responding, uh, sometimes lower. So we, we need a, a kind of critical mass of 10 to 15 responses to have some kind of worthwhile data that we can look at. And the assessment is, it's an online assessment. It takes uh, the person who's completing it for you probably five to 10 minutes to complete. It's not arduous. And typically if you know them well enough, then, you know, they're going to take the time to, to fill it in. The danger is that people send this out to too many people. And then you get to a wider group that maybe don't know you as well. And that tends to kind of skew the results. I've had a client in the past where they sent it out to 85 people. And, and the results we got back was just too wide a, a range of feedback. Even people responding saying, well, I don't know them that well. I, don't, I can't answer that question. So that, that, that kind of defeats the object. So you want to keep it tight to that 25 to 30 people. And the questions that are asked of them is, what uh, words would you use to describe this person or describe you? And there's a list to choose from. Alternatively, uh, they can add in their own words. What skills do they think you have? And again, there's a list to choose from, or they can add their own. What's your greatest strength and why? What's your greatest weakness and why? And then you're asked to be compared against two objects. And the choices uh, that you choose initially before the assessment goes out, you pick two of the following four. So it's uh, household appliance, breed of dog, car, or cereal. Now, they may sound like silly questions. Uh, but interestingly, the kind of responses that we've had back have been really eye-opening, even to the point where you can actually uh, use some of the feedback as kind of unattributed testimonials from people uh, talking about why they chose you as a, a Volvo or a Toyota or uh, why they chose you as a, as a stove or a fridge, for example. So, and sometimes they mention brand names as well, which, which kind of gives you a, a greater sense of uh, kind of the, the attributes associated with those brands. And then there's a, a further couple of questions. One is to pick a, a role that they think you play. And there's a, again, a list to choose from. And then there's an opportunity for them to add additional comments. And, and usually we see probably 25% of the people that do respond actually take the time to add additional comments and sometimes uh, quite 
quite a significant piece of text. I've seen it uh, come up on some people's assessments. So when we get that uh, that feedback back, it then gets thrown into an algorithm and gets a reputation report is produced, which is a helpful document in itself. But what I'm interested in as a personal brand coach and helping my clients kind of interpret those results is really to look at those, the raw data in terms of the words that people chose, the skills that people chose. So when we're looking at the words or the attributes that people have used to describe you, what we're looking for is a combination of rational and emotional attributes. So rational attributes would be the words that people use to describe you, but then they would probably also use them to describe other people that do what you do. So those are what I call the table stakes. They get you considered, they get you in the game, but they don't necessarily differentiate you. And then the emotional attributes are the differentiators. They're not necessarily needed to do what you do, but they will be the reasons why somebody wants to work with you, for you, hire you, et cetera. And what we're hoping for is a combination of those two groups. And then the skill side of things is, yeah, what are the things that you're particularly good at that we could look at doubling down on as we're looking to communicate your brand, to put content together in your marketing, et cetera. And then from the, the objects, the cars, the cereals, the breed of dog or the household appliance, again, we're looking for, you know, what are the words that people are using to, because they pick those particular objects. And, and again, we're looking for things that we can pull out. So giving you an example for the, uh, the cars. I even had a client where 85% of the responses were German cars. And this person was in consulting. They were charging for their time. And what it really said to us was there was an opportunity there for, the, to, for them to actually increase their prices because people perceived them as a higher-end uh, service, delivering something that was well-engineered, well-put-together, et cetera, which is the kind of words we use to describe them from German cars. And that's what we did. We actually went out, put their prices up by 15% and, and nobody even bat an eyelid. They carried on uh, hiring them for their services. Uh, the other things that can come out uh, quite often are, you know, potential taglines, product names, service names, even it can even direct strategy, as I say, like, like a price increase or something like that. So those are the kind of benefits that you will get from uh, pulling out from these personal brand assessments. The Fascinate assessment also provides some attributes, uh, which are useful. It also uh, provides some descriptors that, again, you could be using in pieces of your content marketing, uh, perhaps in a, a part of your bio, for example. And uh, pulling that all together really helps to start to present a, a picture of your personal brand essence and helps you stand out and be very different from perhaps another real estate investor that is in the same space and, and talks about the same kind of experience and, and uh, knowledge. And this is the kind of uh, assessment that you could repeat on a, a fairly regular basis, probably every few years. I, I do have clients where you know, they're specifically trying to build a, a brand or a, an understanding of a brand. And so we might go back in and repeat that in a shorter space of time to see what differences have happened in terms of brand perception. But you're probably still looking at, uh, I wouldn't think anything under 12 months probably because it's, you know, building a personal brand is not an overnight thing. It takes time. Uh, but, you know, particularly if you're trying to build a brand, it might be worth doing that assessment again. 
So if either of those kind of assessments are of interest to you, we'll, we'll put the links in the show notes. And I'd be happy to talk to people if they're more interested in kind of going deeper on that or a deeper understanding of, of their personal brand. And I would recommend everybody does it. You know, the, both of them have a free version available, which will give you some insight into your personal brand and, and, you know, make yourself clearer in terms of your brand, understanding your brand and communicating your brand in your marketing. Have yourself a brandtastic day. 